Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. <laughs> no, you ain't. ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. I know. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. This is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly. As soon as it drops, we're on a rampage. Bubbles popping up before you know where. There's rubble and dust, cause we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say, you Good morning, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Today on a radio show, let's see. Normally, we'd have uh, John Martin, but uh, he's kind of on paternity leave to begin with, or whatever. He's home with Don Dominic. And, uh, but then in addition, I, I, saw a, uh, I saw something on Facebook that Je- it said, Jeffrey had said, uh, things my kids bring home from school, mm-hmm. and one is artwork, and that's like it was a pie chart, right? Mm-hmm. It was that was eleven percent of, okay. of what they brought home. Two was uh, 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 Valentine's. I don't know what the hell, something, something like that, right? Whatever, something else cute to bring home. The overwhelming one, sixty-eight percent, was the plague. Mm-hmm. Th- things my kids bring home from school, and uh, I happen to know that in addition to to uh, in addition to uh, the the, the fatherhood uh, duties john has been sidelined by the plague mm. and so um so i don't i've literally not heard from him um i checked in to see if he'd be joining us i had assumed I, he would not be uh but uh so we i, I don't think we're gonna have john martin hopefully he's alive and well uh we're not gonna have john martin we normally have him on wednesday uh we will however have chris harrington straight up at 10 o'clock as we always do. And then Sam Hardiman from the Daily Memphis is going to join us. There were big doings yesterday. You see, there was a uh, disputation between the DA and the police chief on what percentage of murders are solved. I did. I also didn't quite understand. Didn't understand it either. Yes. Uh, he said, I did see that there was a dispute. Well, all we know, and Sam's going to clear up this for us, clear this up for us. So I think that, the DA's claim was 
Was it 31? Was I, think his, it? I think his claim it was, was in 31. The 30s, says whatever. And then, and then supposedly C.J. Davis, the police chief, audibly Correct. disagreed. I don't know what that – what does that mean? Like she said, no, it's 72% or did she say, F you? Like what is audibly disagreed? With, you know, she presumably didn't just flip him off because that wouldn't be audibly. Well, right? and also she you, said something maybe under her breath. You probably also wouldn't disagree if the number was above. You know what I mean? Like if you if you would, she would disagree. She thinks it's more. But I'm saying if if the number that was presented oh, by yes, the right. DA, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you wouldn't. She's saying we do much better than that. We do much better than that. Well, she what what he actually said was she. I think she said is that. Every day, I put in a game plan that enables our police officers to win. Mm-hmm. And uh, perfect, a perfect game perfect plan. Perfect game plan that involves. And the problem is, if they would just carry out the game plan, mm-hmm. can you imagine? She can't if, solve the murders herself. If she can't get out there and solve the murders herself, no. You know, you just don't have some. I can't put some of these police officers with each other. It is. Can you imagine if? If the uh, any other walk of life, people just said the stuff, that stuff. Yes, like co- coaches' answers. Perfect plan. Mm-hmm. It's a, I have a perfect plan every day. Right. The problem is the employees don't Correct. execute the perfect plan. Mm-hmm. You have a perfect radio show every single I, week. I, I'll yeah. be honest. I come in here with a Marconi level mm-hmm. radio show every single damn day. I can't get over there and push the buttons Correct. myself. Uh, you, you know Listen, better. You're right. You're right. You know better than anyone that I can't mm-hmm. push the buttons myself. Yes. Anyway, Sam's going to clear that up for us. You, you out there, y'all are the true, the true listeners. And then he had a story on. Uh, then he had a story. Yeah, you. you oh, that's right. Yeah, the people who are out there today, you mm-hmm. all, true listeners. You're true through thick and through thin, through thick and through thin. That's what it's like to be a real listener of the Jeff Hawkins show. I want to thank everybody who has stuck with us through this, uh, through this time. What some people say about this show, laughable. Yeah, honestly, laughable. But. Uh, but we appreciate all of you who've stuck with us through the show. Sam also had a, a piece up about the uh, uh, Memphis uh, tourism, and and that they're sitting on on a big stack of money over there, and uh, that'd be nice. Uh, so Sam Hardiman in the second hour, we got Chris Harrington, and then Sam Hardiman. Uh, did you see Jeffrey? That the we we have some news items we have to get to here, and the one news item that was discouraging to me. Okay. Just the utter stupidity of this shooting in Kansas City. Yeah. So they've charged, uh, they've charged two, two men, of them, yeah. two, two with murder, and then it, it's a little bit, it's a little bit confusing because two other juveniles have are somehow involved, gun crimes, whatever else. But, but uh, Lydell, uh, Lydell Mays, Lindell, Lindell Mays, and Dominic Miller um, have been charged with murder. And this is from the New York Times story. Uh, began, prosecutors said, with one man accusing another of staring at him. Okay. That is where it began. Once upon a time. One man accusing another of staring at him. Here we go. Continued. Groups of men who appeared to be strangers exchanged angry words and threats. A female friend tried to intervene. That makes sense. You know, yo, you idiots, yeah. cut this the F out, right? It's a Super Bowl parade. And then, surrounded by thousands of people at a rally last week celebrating Kansas City Super Bowl victory, at least two men pulled out the guns and began shooting. Surveillance video from the area, as described in charging documents from prosecutors, showed one group of people staring at one man and a verbal argument ensuing. 
more people nearby joined the argument. And as it continued, the people, and this is the key, who were involved began to produce firearms. The authorities said that Mr. Miller was seen in the video appearing to fire shots, then was struck by a bullet in his lower back, causing him to fall to the ground, etc., etc., etc. This was a stupid-ass fight. Yeah. We, it is, and maybe I've said this before, I know I've thought this recently in the last couple weeks. When I was growing up, this is my, this may be old man. This may be man on. Sorry, excuse me for my old man yelling it's at a, the clouds here. It's okay. You got the microphone. When, whatever it begins. When I was growing up, mm-hmm. back in my day, there were fights all the time. Like at school, there were fights all the time. It, there was a there was a place in the school where I you like would, that. I you like would the, fight the designated the area, four corners yeah. there where the two hallways met, and then there was a place. Well, I guess also limited teacher view, and then, and then there was a place. After school, where people would oh, fight, yeah. if you really if, options, if you really wanted to fight, right? If you wanted to home it, games and away games, if you didn't want someone breaking it up really soon, right? Then you whatever, then you. But there were fights all the time. So like hockey fights were the ones in the building. But if you really uh, wanted if to you duke really it out, wanted, if you had to really score. Then there was going to be then there was yeah. fights, and it it, it it never occurred to anyone to. I, I do remember in, in West Side Story, mm, someone pulled out a knife at some point, right? Like, that's like that. Whoa. Here, you can't, with all due respect, you can't fight anymore. Fight, someone has a gun. And if, by the way, if they don't have a gun at that moment, you know what they do? They go they, get one. They go get one. And so you have this stupid-ass parade. The parade was fine. It was a great parade because the because guy was staring at someone else. Yeah, I, I need... I need more. Like, literally, it's just, like, look the wrong way. Like, something else escalates. Yeah, whatever. To, you there's, know what I mean? There's, there's, you know, there's... It's testosterone, and it's uh, jostling, and it's, you know... And then it probably gives you courage to know you have a gun, right? That's the other thing. And, uh... I mean, I guess, but I, I guess... Don't you think, like, if you... Wouldn't you do the math of if I've got a gun, he's got a gun? I don't know. I don't know. That was, that was depressing to me. Uh, to read that started, and of course it's never because one them guy that gets shot. You know what I mean? Staring at each other. Well, he the the, the two men who've been charged actually are both in the hospital. I have been in the hospital ever since they've been charged. Um, so they both did actually get shot, but they didn't get killed. Uh, that DJ was the one um, who was killed. Uh, anyway, that was that was ridiculous. Okay, uh, before we get to, I'm I'll be honest, kind of a little bit sick of the talking about. About the Tigers. Tiger, like mm. tonight, got a game? Tonight, they got a game? Correct. And we will get to it. I promise you, we will get to it. Jeffrey's got big money riding on this game. No, absolutely not. No, you're starting five. Oh, You've yeah, identified yeah, yeah. Uh, the starting five. I thought you meant five. like I was, I was like, I am not no, betting either you, side and, of these. No. You, but I've forgotten who you said. Uh, I think your starting five was uh, David. Uh, uh, yeah, David Jones still st- would, would still be in your starting five. You had Jordan in there. Yep. I think you had Tomlin in there. Yeah, I think he's in the circle. And then you had... Jaden, obviously, is in the circle. Jaden, and then you're... I swung with with Pierre. Oh, yeah, and then Pierre. That's your five. Uh, $1, and I already owe you two, so $1 per starter. We'll mm-hmm. get to that uh, in just a little bit. But just to change it up a little bit, we do have college football news, sort of. Yeah, we have real news. There's actual real news. Yesterday, um, the, uh, the, the folks in charge of the college football playoff voted to uh, change it, uh, change the format from six conference, the six highest conference 
rank, ranked conference champions, and then six at-large uh, bids um, to five. That's because one conference won away. And while they're perfectly, I don't know that they're perfectly happy, they were willing to say, listen, we'll have one conference champion that is not one of the power conferences. We'll leave one slot open. They weren't going to leave two slots open, right? And so it makes all the sense in the world that they did what they did. The five highest-ranked conference champions will be in. No automatic bids. Essentially automatic. You know that the champion uh, of the SEC is going to be in, but it it, it is not automatic. They have to be. They, they will be, of course. Yeah. As will the Big Ten. As will the as will the ACC. Right. I and mean, we know this. As will the Big Twelve. Right. Those will be four. And then, but then there will be one more highest ranked conference champion um, that could get in. Now, <laughs> it's not too generous because there's four buys, and the the. The, the four highest-ranked conference champions will get buys that first round in the 12-team playoff, will not have to play that first round, whereas the fifth, which is what, say, Memphis would aspire to be, right? Yeah. Will not get a buy. And it also makes sense. I don't have any objection. I don't, I don't have any particular objection to that. I think the whole thing does make sense. One of the interesting wrinkles is Notre Dame cannot get a buy. Correct. Because they're not in a, they will not get a conference they, it, That's only conference champions that can get a buy. The four highest-ranked conference champions, they will not be a conference champion, and they will not get a bye. So that's what we know for it's the next two years. Yeah, that to me, that's the key. Yeah, we're gonna this, get we're gonna get yeah. to what comes next next. But let's just start with that first. Okay. The next two years, how do you feel about it? Um, it feels like we wasted a ton of time. I mean, this was the original proposal, but I like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine What's with What's wrong with it? You have any, no, any, no, any objection? I've, I have no objection. How many of these teams are playing? How many home games are there? Is there so the, the, there will be the the four, not quarterfinals, whatever, round of whatever round of 12 games. The, the, when, when, four, when four to 12 play each other. Correct. That will be at home. Those will be those When will five be through games. 12 play. Yeah, those will be. Those will be the home 12, games. Right, those and then the rest, the rest are going to be bowl okay. games. Um, I like it. I like it. I like that there's a spot for a for a uh, for the for you know one of the one of the other conferences. I do think it's appropriate um, to have conference champions be rewarded for being conference champions um, and getting buys. Um, I like the fact that we're not going to have a situation like we had this year. Whatever you thought of Clemson and I mean whatever you thought of Florida State and whatever happened to them in the bowl game, they would have had a chance to prove uh, what they were all about. And by the way, all their players would not have bailed. Yeah, um, you know, they're 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 uh, uh, Jared Verse would have played, Ken Coleman would have played, their best players would have played. We would have seen what Florida State's really like, and there would not be a complaint out there. There would not be U- UCF hanging up on the national championship banner because yeah. they didn't get a chance to play. They would get a chance to play to prove it on the field. I am a big fan, not a big fan of much, honestly, in college uh, sports these days, but I am a big fan of this. That is for the next two years. Then, however, they are meeting today uh, to discuss what comes next. And there, um, there's a a serious question as to what um, the SEC and the Big Ten will do uh, now that they've formed their alliance. Um, How will they use their clout? Will they use their clout? Toward what end will they use their clout? And what will happen next? ESPN 
contract has gone through 32. They have extended their contract through 32. Um, so what do you think is up for grabs after these first two years? All 12 spots. I also think, I don't think they're going to settle it Well, the now. Big Ten commissioner supposedly raised the, the prospect of 16. That's that's the biggest thing to me. Is just straight up the number of teams. the number of teams, and so maybe They're not going. It's not going to be less than twelve, though, right? It's going to no, be, no, 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 no. It's going to be twelve or sixteen, correct? And so, do you have a strong feeling? It seems to me like sixteens, like you're heading there anyway. You might as well just go ahead and do it. What does sixteen? <laughs> this seems exciting. I, I was question. What does sixteen get you that twelve doesn't? An extra week, an extra week of on-campus games, and. You would get rid of buys, so one. But aren't would, buys an appropriate reward? Um, yeah, uh, particularly for the teams that are. Let's be honest, the teams that are going to be playing, it's an extra game for those teams. Whereas some of the other teams, they're going to lose. They're not going to be playing anyway, right? Yeah. I mean, so for the for the best teams, but typically, if you're it's the best, another it's if, another week of games. If you're the best team, you'd rather have more games because. The more games you have, the less fluky a champion is. You can have an upset, but usually that team's not going to win four in a row. It also means that, I mean, we've seen this before. Like, but There are people who will say, when, when Florida State was left out this, 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 this year, some will say, well, you go to 12, there's just going to be that same argument over 12 and 13. Yes, but I don't care as much about 12 and 13. Just like in the NCAA tournament, if you're arguing about who's in the 68, correct, do better. And then we, you know, I don't... I, Sure, I can feel a little bit bad for someone, but I don't feel particularly enraged about it because we're only arguing between sixty-eight and seventy, whatever. Like it's ridiculous. So um, you so, would have had you would have had ample opportunity to play your way in. Do you think there will be getting to sixteen? Doesn't include many more deserving teams to you. In other words, do you think there will be? It, it it pushes the debate further down. It's sixteen and seventeen as opposed to twelve and thirteen. And is that meaningful? Or is it doesn't really matter? Doesn't really matter. I mean, I think the problem with sixteen, in my opinion, is the one verse sixteen game is probably not gonna be a good game. Two verse fifteen is probably not gonna be a good game. Honestly, three So it is that's an interesting question. Like like th- I do think the twelve game format allows for you to probably have a higher volume of good games. The the but the, it's the, funny, the obvious thing, the obvious retort to that is, well, you know, they can make more money if they play sixteen. If you have, I'm, okay, let's let, let's let's have a moment of candor here. I think we all acknowledge that if that group, that group of five school that gets in, yeah, not only will they not be one of the better teams that's in. They may be one of the worst teams or the worst team every year that's in, right? Yeah, I think it's probably likely. They're also going to get the worst draw, and so they're going to play the best team. That's never going to be a good game or very rarely going to be a good game. In one versus 16, but in the 12-team format, at least they play number five. At least they play five to start. And to me, there's a difference. Like, I think we can acknowledge, even though— But don't you think that—let's say two two this year versus 15 this year. Okay. Like, couldn't 15 have been, I don't know, like, just a team that stumbled a little, like LSU or something. That's a good team. Yeah, that's probably what it is. That's a good team that could actually give—who was two? Two would have— Alabama or whatever else, or Florida State, at one point, could have given them a run. Two was Washington. Okay, Washington. Washington, like, I think— I actually think there's enough parity in college football that two fifteen will be pretty. Those would be pretty good games. Could be, could be. 
Yeah, two would have been Washington. Fifteen. I mean, obviously, you're going to have to. Let's see the the Liberty. I think would have been the group of five, so that would have been sixteen. Yeah, but but that's yeah, taking it. You can't don't. So that means the two fifteen would have been. Uh, uh, let's see. This uh, is after the Bulls are in and everything's in, though. Correct. But so not- I think it, you were talking about Louisville. The other thing is they would they would fix the rankings. What? They would change the rankings. Louisville would not have they been would change them. Well, yeah. the, the, these rankings then reflect the bowl games and everything that happened. They're not pre-goal. They're not well, pre-goal I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the college pre-goal? football playoff rankings. I'm looking at the oh, final, okay. the final yeah. playoff ranking. Um, but I, I, I like it. So here's, here's the truth. Here's what they're arguing about. They're arguing about whether to go to 16, and I have no problems with them going to 16. I also have no problems with them staying at 12. Um, they're, they're both so much better than what we have had that I'm— Four never made sense to begin with. Four never made sense to begin with. I'm just grateful that they're that they're expanding this. Um, there may be no automatic bids. That's one of the things. Yep. And which would take away um, the the presumed. There is well, in, in that there, like right if we, now, if there we is, use last year's playoff rankings, uh-huh. that would have meant there would have been no G five. There right. would have been no G five. Right. The, the the automatic bids, if you have five and there's only four power conference, you're always going to get a group of five. If you just rank without automatic bids, the G5 can be off, left out a lot. Yeah. And so that's another thing that's up for grabs. And then the other thing, you know what else? The other thing that's up for grabs that really is up for grabs that we don't really think about or care about, it's not going to be that it's the revenue split. Yes. <laughs> like that's what's going to be. Like – does the Big Ten get a bigger share? Does the SEC get a bigger share? That's what they're fighting over as much as anything else, the revenue split. Yeah, and I presume, I mean, to me, it doesn't the most simple way, isn't the most simple way to do it the number of representatives? Like your share's based on shares how many reps. How many rep? It does seem like that would be, yes. Oh, I mean, more, I guess you could have like well, a they're, flat. They're definitely going to do that. There's a you can have like a flat fee, whatever, and then how far they go. Yeah. But shouldn't the SEC and the Big Ten, which are now bigger than the A, get get more anyway than the ACC? I mean, you would think. Like, even if apart from rep, there's no question how many they have in will have a difference, and how far those teams go yeah. will have an impact as well. But then I think they're going to be fighting over just generally. Shouldn't these massive, more powerful conferences get money, more money, period, uh, than the other conferences? What do you think are the chances that Memphis will be? Because there's great excitement yeah, over Memphis being the group of five representative next year, right? You, you, There is. After the way they finished the season, with Seth Hennigan coming back, with the coaching change at Tulane, there is real excitement over it. And I applaud that. I, th- to, ha- to be able to look at the Memphis football program through that lens as opposed to the lens that we've been looking at it through for the last three years is great. But there's no question. If you, like, if you take Memphis versus the field, you're taking the field a million times over. Absolutely. It is, it is what, 15% chance that Memphis is that? Like, it is, it is considerably less than a 50% chance that, A, things have to go really right for Memphis, right? Injuries, everything else. Uh, it can't be another team that emerges. Like, I don't know. Tulane, yes, they lose their coach, but you know what? The coach they hired? They hired a pretty good one. Total kick-ass coach. Yeah. So, um, I don't know that the, the Tulane, there's this assumption that Tulane's going to, like, fall off, and maybe they will. They still pay more than Memphis does, I suspect, in NIL money, and they got a really good coach. So, 
what what are the what is what percent chance is it that it's Memphis? So the number that came to my head initially when you asked was ten percent. Because think of it also in these terms. So Memphis's non-con power fives at Florida State. That's the problem. So is that a problem or an opportunity? I think that's a problem. The problem with that is it does not allow for much margin of error. No. Because if you think of it in these terms, SMU's two losses this year were completely reasonable losses. Like they lost at Oklahoma, yep. and then they lost to TCU. Every other team and on the schedule. Right. And then you have school like, like Liberty, Liberty, who had literally the worst strength of schedule, but because they have that zero and then SMU has the two, that ends up giving the nod to them. So you're in a situation where you need, if you're Memphis, like, yes, that FSU game is a massive opportunity, but I mean, I, I, I got a news flash for you. They're not winning the game. They're not winning that FSU. They're not no. winning the Florida State game. So now you're and basically you're just trying talking to not about get blown out. It. Well, now you're basically talking about you. You've got to go ten and zero, or you got to go eleven and zero after that, and then twelve and zero to win the league. Because that's the other aspect of this. You can go eleven and one, and if you lose the conference title game, you're out. Yeah. So I think. I, I, they do have a chance, obviously. You know, they've got their quarterback coming back. He's I mean, I really think you good. can make they've, the argument. They've got a maybe better chance than anybody else. I was maybe say, maybe I don't they're have, the favorite. I don't have every G5 schedule committed to heart. I'm sorry, y'all. I would suspect that they have as good of a chance as any other G5 team when we would like when we look at the preseason predictions. They will have as good of a chance as just about anyone. Um. All right. Uh, we do, uh, we do have a lot, we do have a lot more to talk about, uh, in terms of, uh, tonight's game, obviously it's Charlotte here, uh, at FedEx forum. And, um, what struck me, I I wonder what the atmosphere is going to be like. They're favored. Yeah. I think, is it five and a half, six and a half? Let me double check. Um, yeah, they're favored. Five and a half. Um, you know, yes, Charlotte is 11-2 in the conference. Uh, the game's at 7, uh, ESPN+, Plus, by the way. Second in the AAC. And they're 11-2. and two. And if Memphis plays um, like they did um, against SMU, they'll lose. Right? I think that's, I think that's probably the case. They'll lose. But, um, I mean, I don't know if they would... I don't know who they would have beaten in the league if they would have played... Like they did I, I, on Sunday. Yeah. I think the, the the huge questions to me are, A, I mean, it's all the fallout from that last game, right? Oh, yeah. In terms of in terms of lineup and in terms of attitude of the players who play. And, I like, are they really going to – is Penny going to bench Quinterly? When they, he doesn't really have great options at point guard. I mean, I think you can safely say he doesn't have another option at point guard. Is he going to bench him? Is he going to bench him symbolically at the beginning? Is he going to, you know, I mean, we saw, now mind you, it was a route, so it's not the same. We saw Joe Cooper play 10 minutes. We saw, saw Jonathan Pierre play 12 minutes. He plays consistently now every game. We saw Sharon Font. Um, Penny has praised him. He played 16 minutes. You could put him in your starting lineup, Jeffrey. Yeah. Might have put him, man had to put him in your starting lineup. But what does it mean? Penny has talked um, about playing the players who buy in. And so are we really going to see the players who buy in and the players we don't? Are we, gonna, are we going to get evidence with our own eyes tonight about who's bought in and who is not 
by what he does, or is he going to do what he did, you know, against Rice, symbolically change the starting lineup, but then in the desperation of needing to win games, which, by the way, they still do for seeding purposes, even if not in a large bid, you're still trying to win the conference tournament to go to the tournament, and so you want to have a better seeding, you want to improve your seeding, every game, every win matters, do you just throw in the towel and play the guys who you think you have to play, even if they aren't the guys who are bought in? What's, how is that going to play out? And then secondly, what's it going to look like? You can, you've seen teams before that, I mean, Penny just threw him under the bus. <laughs> and then backed up and, and then backed up and threw him yeah. under the bus again. Are they all going to be, are we going to see the quittingest of the quitter, quit quitters tonight? You know what I mean? I mean are we I, just going to see I actually total that's question dysfunction? One. That's actually question number one for me. Because I think in the end... It's the reaction. I think in the end, we're going to see a bunch of guys play because that's what we always see, is a bunch of guys play. But I think... Right, let me ask you this. Quinterly, more or less than 25, than 20 minutes? I'm still taking more. God. Then where's the big talk? But, I mean, we've seen this before. Like, it's... He has mentioned, like, I'm going to play the guys that have bought in before. And we always come back to it. But it gets to the original point that you were making. I think if they maybe had another option at point guard, that that would be on the table. They don't. The uh, it, it as you contemplate what it's going to feel like in the building tonight. Nervous? No, I was really thinking back to what it felt like the first nights of Penny Hardaway being introduced. You know. The, the the first all the smoke yeah uh, Memphis madness wearing tuxes yeah you know coming through the crowd absolutely packed like that and that the, Penny isn't the first coach who there's great excitement and then reality is reality coaching's hard as Josh Pastner once said that great philosopher winning is hard um but the contrast between that those moments and the crazy high expectations and giddiness over what was to come and then what we have right now, it's just kind of sad, isn't it? Like, and I don't know if it, has it reached sad. I, I sense apathy right now. I don't sense like misery. Our phones dread. light up. I think people are angry. And I don't think ap- apathy was tubby. We're not tubby level apathy. Actually, towards the end of tubby, when it, it looked like you could get rid of him, then there was not apathy anymore. Then people became reengaged well, in the effort to fire him. Well, you know what you I mean? No, I mean, remember because they kind of went on a mini run at the conference tournament, and everyone's like, "Oh, oh my, my god, god, what are we doing here?" Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. Like, I think they made it to Saturday and had the lead yeah, on Houston no, or something exactly like right. that. Like, if I recall there, correctly, CA. Oh yeah, that was wild. Um. I don't know. It's because uh, I remember being in a room of Tigers fans. I go, "What are y'all rooting for?" If you had to bet this, what would you bet? I mean, I think if you have to bet it, I mean, I honestly, I think if, to me, if they were playing, if Penny were playing his best players, I don't, I don't mean the players who were bought in. I think this, I think they win. Yeah. But you also at know, home. You know how my gambling brain works. I always look for that team who's quit. I, I always hunt the you who's. Love who, the, I love you betting love against. against the I love betting against teams more than I love betting on teams. And I think if I had to bet it, I would just take Charlotte. 
It was interesting timing with the the one cent duds dropping yesterday. Yeah, but I mean, I got people were tweeting in. And this people is this is investigative it. reporting. People were tweeting in saying it was sold out. Yeah, I believe that, and it goes back to this. Goes back to this idea that he's a tar- people love Penny Hardaway. Yes, yeah, so like, even a, now he is he, in the unique spot that not many coaches are afforded, which is even if people briefly link for any length of time, they get out frustrated you, with Penny Hardaway, and they even never if they dislike him, but they he has the unique ability of one little mini run, everybody's back in, right. And no one else really is afforded that. I don't know if it was true at, you know, I know, like, Georgetown, in the end, when they had to fire yeah. Patrick Ewing, I don't know if everyone at Georgetown loved Patrick Ewing. I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know. Or at, at St. John and, and uh, St. John's and Chris Mullen yeah. or whatever. Or, I just think there is a bond between this city and Penny. Honestly, no matter what happens... Even if he someday is not the coach, it will still be there. Yeah, it'll be different, though. It will be different. He would have to then live with failure if that's how he goes. It's one reason I don't think he's going to – I don't think he's going to walk away. It's because I don't think he can bear to – he came here to do something, and until he really 100% has given up on the idea that he can do it, I think he's going to keep trying to do it. That's my view. That is my view. All right, got to take a break. Um, um, listen, if Memphis, uh, if the Memphis football team does go to the, uh, college football playoff next year, you're going to probably want to like frame stuff that you get from that run or whatever else. Maybe things you already have. Maybe you have old Grizzly stuff, or maybe you've got some, uh, a Jersey. Uh, maybe you've got a D'Angelo Williams Jersey that you want framed. Maybe your kid is graduating from high school and you've got a high school Jersey you want framed. Maybe you've got senior pictures and what? Whatever it is, you need frame. For Dan Barron, it was uh, little little fishing flies and a uh, and prints of a trout. Uh, it's not my thing, but my God, do they look make it look beautiful at the frame corner? Uh, Dan sent me a video of it. Absolutely stunning. It's framing is 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 an art. That's what it is. And what they do is they take the stuff that you bring in and they make memories. And nobody does it better than the Frame Corner. FrameCornerMemphis.com, 5035 Park Avenue is where you will find it. They also have uh, pre-made frames. You can walk in, buy beautiful frames there and, and, and frame things yourself as well. And uh, up to 60% off right now. 5035 Park Avenue. you got to take a break. Back in a moment, Jeff Calkin Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Wendy's new breakfast two for $3 Biggie bundles let you create your own delicious combo. Choose from a sausage biscuit, egg and cheese biscuit, small seasoned potatoes, and a medium hot coffee. But it's obvious which combo's the best. Sausage biscuit and small seasoned potatoes. Well, maybe it's the fresh cracked egg and cheese biscuit with a medium hot coffee. Or two savory sausage biscuits. Yeah. Uh, whichever you pick, you can't go wrong. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new two for three dollar biggie bundles. Limited time only. U.S. price and participation may vary. Not valid in a combo. Single item at regular price. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I need new wipers. No problem. How about Bosch Prime Active or Envision? I know what you're thinking. Why Bosch Prime Active or Envision? They're both designed to minimize glare for clearer, safer driving. Okay, great. Do you have any special offers on them? Right now, you can get a $10 bonus reward when you buy a pair. Get zone, Restrictions apply. Offer available to AutoZone Rewards members. Hi, I'm Henry Winkler. My eyes are very important to me. My eyes connect me with everything I love. I loved my late father-in-law dearly. He always lit up a room, but his vision dimmed with age. He had age-related macular degeneration, or AMD. And since partnering with Apellus, I've learned there's an advanced form of dry AMD called geographic atrophy, or GA. His struggle with vision loss made me want to help others know about GA's warning signs. For some, colors appear dull or washed out. For others, hazy or blurred vision make it hard to see details, like fine print on price tags. Many have trouble seeing in the dark, making driving at night difficult. GA gets worse over time and cannot be reversed. If you think you have GA, don't wait. Treatments are available. Ask a retina specialist about FDA-approved treatments for GA. And go to gawontwait.com. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. This one time, my parents had to round up the whole neighborhood to track me down. It was a mess. A lot of tears. Well, now that we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, including all my favorite super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my shows and... Ha! Found ya. The heck? How? You left to find my tablet on. This generation, ruining the game with their performance enhancers. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity for a reliable connection throughout your home. Now through February 25th, get gig speed internet for $35 a month for 12 months when you add unlimited mobile. Plus, get Wi-Fi equipment included for two years. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless plan auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Tax and fees extra may change. Gig speed Wi-Fi requires gig internet and Xfinity gateway. After 12 months, internet increases to $60. After 24 months, regular rates apply. Xfinity mobile requires Xfinity internet. Actual speeds vary. So I just saw that the Majestic Grill was voted the best place to hold a rehearsal dinner. Didn't surprise me at all. The Majestic Grill is historic, it's elegant, it's right there on Main Street, and it has an attentive staff and spectacular food. So the Majestic Grill is not only a great place for a rehearsal dinner, it's a great place for any private or group event. If you're interested, contact the Majestic Grill on their website, and their dedicated events manager will be in touch. It's the Majestic Grill, and it's the place for rehearsal dinners and everything else. Right downtown at 145 Main. 
John's 60th birthday, his family planned to drive down old Route 66. But the trip took a detour when his wife got sick with RSV. It's a highly contagious virus that can lead to breathing problems and hospitalizations. This year, we don't want to cancel our plans. We're protecting ourselves with Pfizer's RSV vaccine, Abrisvo, respiratory syncytial virus vaccine. Abrisvo, a vaccine to prevent lower respiratory disease from RSV in people 60 years and older. It's not for everyone and may not protect all who receive it. Don't get Abrisvo if you've had an allergic reaction to its ingredients. A weakened immune system may decrease your response. Most common side effects are tiredness, headache, injection site pain, and muscle pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-844-989-7284 or visit abrisvo.com. So don't wait. Ask your pharmacist or doctor about Pfizer's RSV vaccine, Abrisvo, because every breath matters. <sighs> Wake up. Breakfast. And nature-made vitamins. Whatever your morning sounds like, nature-made fits right in. Whether you're looking for vitamin C or a multivitamin to get key nutrients, we've got you covered. Now that's a good morning. We take care of you so you can take on your day. Start your day with NatureMade, the number one pharmacist-recommended vitamin and supplement brand. Based on a survey of pharmacists who recommend branded vitamins and supplements. At Fisher Investments, we may seem like other money managers, but we're different. What makes you so different than the rest of us? We ensure clients receive unparalleled service at every step of the relationship. Tell me more. Our investment counselors focus on service over sales, prioritizing clients' needs. How do you make money? We don't sell any commission-based products. We have a simple management fee based on the value of our clients' portfolio. So we do better when our clients do better. What about client portfolios? We get to know each client, their finances, family, health, lifestyle, and more. And then we tailor a portfolio based on their specific goals and needs. Your clients really come first then, huh? Yes, we make them a top priority. Our goal is helping them achieve a comfortable retirement. Wow, maybe we are different. At Fisher Investments, we're clearly different. Learn more at fisherinvestments.com. Investing in securities involves the risk of loss. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. This one time, my parents had to round up the whole neighborhood to track me down. It was a mess. A lot of tears. Well, now that we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, including all my favorite super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my shows and... Ha! Found ya. The heck? How? You left to find my tablet on. This generation... Ruining the game with their performance enhancers. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity for a reliable connection throughout your home. Now through February 25th, get gig speed internet for $35 a month for 12 months when you add unlimited mobile. Plus, get Wi-Fi equipment included for two years. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless plan auto pay stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Tax and fees extra may change. Gig speed Wi-Fi requires gig internet and Xfinity gateway. After 12 months, internet increases to $60. After 24 months, regular rates apply. Xfinity mobile requires Xfinity internet. Actual speeds vary. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner, with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Park Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. We've reached 
is spring the best time of year in, in Memphis, Jeffrey? Hey, you don't like allergies. The allergies yeah, get in the way for you. it's brutal on me. But I mean, it's beautiful. I mean, it's beautiful. It only lasts Colors like everywhere. 10 days. And then you got summer. You yeah. can't say that's the best. Like so, so, and it's also the best time uh, uh, at O'Call because you know, the clothes are absolutely. They've got restocked with stunning. Beautiful clothes, all, and you know what it does? It just reminds you of all the fun that's to come. Oh yeah, the no. backyard barbecues, playing golf, you, you know, all just the going outside, spring again. trips, going outside again, going to the beach, like all that stuff. I actually was in there because I, I need a sport coat uh, for for obvious reasons, and I did ask. I said, "How the like, how's the sport coat?" And, and, it, and Paul just looked at her, waved his arm, and you just. Beautiful sport coats everywhere. Pick, I don't, pick I, a winner. I normally think about um, O'Call in terms of, you know, the Peter Millar, the Faraday, or the knit shirts, and the like, all, all the beautiful stuff that you you wear informally, knocking around. And uh, my God, their sport coats are. You do feel good when you put when you put when you've got just a feel well, better. Just a feel well better. tailored sport yeah. coat. Everything and, and fits, they, and, and like, they have the tailors right there, and then they make the do the alterations right there as well. In fact, I'm going in today, so uh, go on and see our friends at O'Call. Uh, uh, Ron Olson just came in here mm-hmm. and uh, interrupted my show, interrupted my flow, my concentration. Uh huh. Um, he said two things. One is. He hands me little things. He said, "You a study found that instead of working out all week, you can just go really hard on, on the weekends. As long as you get 150 total minutes of exercise over the weekend, it does, oh, 150 minutes total exercise, doesn't matter how you fit it in. So you can do all 150 minutes. Mm-hmm. Good news for you, Jeffrey. Yeah, totally. You can get all 150 yeah. minutes. I'm going to get on that. On Friday and Saturday. But that wasn't really what I was mm-hmm. interested in. He suggested that tonight Penny Hardaway was just going to play four guys. Mm-hmm. On the theory that how many do we really think are bought in? Oh, God. Who do you know for certain is bought in? I think David Jones is bought in. I think Jaden's bought in. I think Jaden is bought in. Although, Jaden might be looking around some saying, I think this has been a thankless task that I've undertaken. And Jaden might think, have some senioritis. But I think he's bought in. I like who else do you know for like okay do you know that Malco's bought in? No. I think Malco's bought in on himself. Yeah, a minute to minute basis, I think, right? I think with Malcolm it's always difficult to determine it's like Is do he I bought think into the team. When he's when he's on the floor, I do trust that he's going to play hard. Now, do I trust that he's going to play Is he bought into Penny? That I don't know. I don't think we can say that for certain. Yeah. Is Nick Jordan bought in? I think. Although Tomlin, I don't see how Tomlin can be bought in. He must look up and say, what the F did I do? Oh, you, the check's clearing. Yeah, I, I, think, check's clearing. I think there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of right now, everyone's like, eh, and then And clearing. then you can say, like, the other ones are bought in. Like, you can say, well, uh, Jonathan Pierre's bought in, and Sharon Font's bought in. and No, they're not bought in. You know what they are? They see an opportunity. Correct. Because other players aren't bought in, so they're going hard, not because they think, do I, do I think, that Sharon Font thinks he's been treated brilliantly all along? I bet yeah. not. I bet he's unhappy. I bet, in fact, but know what he's bought into now? He's bought into chance. now. He's got a chance. Right. Who's really bought in? Like, really 100% believes in their heart. Man, I love this program, and this is we're doing it the right way, and if only everyone else would just do what Coach says, we'd be great. But do we even think David Jones is bought in on that, or is David Jones bought in the... Like Kendrick Davis I'm was one hundred percent bought in, 
right? right. Once upon a time, right? Yeah. And DeAndre was bought in. Yeah. Is anyone bought in like that? I don't think so because even like when we use the example of David Jones, like I just think David Jones is bought in on the fact that like that I'm the number to take one guy. Thirty shots yeah. a game. <sighs> All right, enough of that. Chris Harrington, straight up at ten o'clock. Uh, super the, fun conference, and then and then Sam Hardiman. Well, it is intriguing tonight. Tonight is intriguing. You you may say there's apathy, and I do agree. There's there's something between apathy and angst going on here. Is there maybe dread? But tonight there is. Tonight there's real intrigue. In what is it going to look like? Not in like a my God, I can't. Not not like that first night. All the smoke. I want to see the team. What's yeah, it going to no, look like? No, but like, I like. Ooh, is this what like, is this going to look like? Is there anything to salvage? Yeah. Or how are they going to react? Yeah. There's a real. Who's he going to start? Who's going to play? Like there's real. In, uh, to me, there's real intrigue tonight. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you. We haven't talked enough about this. Drew Hill has done a, a tremendous series on Jaron Jackson Jr. A three-part series. In fact, have I tweeted out part three? Three-part series on Jaron Jackson Jr. And Drew is like super talented guy, and uh, and I'm, we're lucky to have him on this radio show. We're certain uh, radio program, I'm a radio uh, station. Uh, we don't have him on the show a lot because we got Chris, um, but uh, he's a regular with with Jason and John, and I love it whenever crew whenever he does agree to come on here, and we're incredibly lucky to have him uh, at the Daily Memphian. And one thing that he has done over the course of time there, he did a he did a tremendous series on Ja, where he went to Ja's hometown and and told everyone the story of Ja. And then he did a uh, a story on Bainville. He went to uh, Illinois and visited uh, Fabby Bain, and uh, who was his uh, the, sort of the matriarch of that family. And uh, and and now he's done the definitive uh, three part series on Jaron Jackson Jr. And uh, the first, the first one was about really about mom and dad. Um, you know, obviously he has a NBA dad yeah. and a mom who's you know incredibly distinguished and and uh, has carved out her own career. Um, and um, and sort of how they let him be. It was funny in, the, in that story. Do you know he was a great swimmer when he was young? Like that was. I one did of not the, know that. Yeah, yeah, he was a swimmer when he was young. Jaron Jackson Jr. was, but anyway, so it was, it was little Jaron. And uh, and and then uh, the next story was about his time um, at a private school in Indiana, um, where um, he was Jordan Poole's teammate. And as Drew points out, he was not Jaron was not like the highly ranked guy in that class. He had to look up and see the highly ranked dudes in that class and sort of try to pick them off one by one. But it is interesting. Like, he and Jordan Poole were super close. And then one of them goes to Michigan and one goes to Michigan State. Uh-huh. Um, and there's that whole saga about – he and he loves that private school, by the way. He still gives to that private school. Um, he's a leader at that private school. Uh, it was super important to him. And then the last story, which is up now, is about sort of what he's evolved into and all the – all the things that he is into, fashion, obviously, music, obviously. And then, you know, he's one of the few guys out there who's telling people to vote, you know, and telling people to get vaccinated. And, like, he is socially engaged and socially involved. I'd make an argument that he is sort of everything you want an NBA player to be, right? I mean, he's a, yeah. terrific, he's a terrific player. He's chill. He's engaging. Um, obviously, reigning defensive player of the year. 
offensively improving all the time and buys in, let's say that, right? Buys in, a really good teammate, and has a view of the world that's bigger than just himself, you know? Um, and, you know, I, I, for one, really admire the fact that he, is, or that he urges people to vote, that he urges people to get vaccinated, that he, that he is willing to go out there in this – and he doesn't do it in a polarizing way, but in this polarizing time, he's willing to say, yo, let's be, let's be engaged. Um, and now he's also, by the way, a leader in the uh, Players Association. So three-part series uh, about Jaron up the Daily Memphian. But one of the things that has that I thought about as I was reading it was how much do people love Jaron? And and, and yeah. I, I don't mean it like everybody. You know what's not to like about Jaron? Although Jaron went through this period when he was he doesn't rebound. Yeah. Any big guy who doesn't rebound, it's like in hockey. If you're a big guy and you don't hit. Yeah. You don't crush people, whatever You're not else. The enforcer. You have to, yeah. And and so big guy who doesn't rebound, he's caught more flack. A little bit not unlike Mike. And in fact, I think the 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 comparison to who Jaron is in the big three now is he's a little bit like Mike Connolly was in the big four. I mean in the in the core four. Or is you know? he a little more like Mark? Because it feels like the same But Mike got criticized. Mike was roundly criticized, and Jaron roundly criticized. Mark never really criticized. No, there was a lot of the doesn't rebound and, you know, get get your butt on the block. Like, you know, there's some. I can hear some of that. But what's interesting to me is let me ask you this. If I ask you who's the most popular member of the core four, right? Who's the most beloved? Who's the. I think there's a lot of favorites. I think Zebo wins. That would, right? that would be my instinct. I think Zebo wins, but I think there's definitely people out there who are Mark, who would say Mark's my favorite. Definitely people out there who would say Tony's, or unquestionably people out there who would say Tony's your favorite. And I think the people out there who would say Mike is your Tony. Like, and, it's, and it's really hard to pick. Yeah, I, I, I think if you're calling for, hey, we need someone to you know make the case for all four, you're not going to struggle to find someone to make a case for all for four. Any, yeah, yeah. For, for all but. I think most people would say, yeah, okay. Some would say, I can't pick. Yeah. It's, I, I, it's impossible for me to separate. Like they're a collection. Right? Yeah. There's a lot. I think that's a, and that's an overwhelming sentiment. And then to the extent that they could pick, most are like, well, okay, if you're going to make me pick this one, but barely, right? Whereas right now, in fact, let's do a poll. We'll say, uh, who is your, uh, how do we want to phrase this? Who is, uh, who's your favorite of the Grizzlies' big three? Or something like that. I have who's your favorite grizzly of the current big uh, three. quotes big three. Okay, and then boom. Okay. Yes. And 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 list the three. Yeah. And let's let let let's let's publicize. Let let's hit that. Let's hit the poll. It's in the ether. Because I think, I don't think I think people will have a clearer favorite. I don't think it's like ah, I love them all. I can't choose. Although they might love them all. And I'll tell you who I think the most universally popular one is. Des. Des. Because some people hold Jaws moodiness against him and the gun stuff and whatever else, right? Yeah, I And do some think- people still are like, Jan doesn't rebound, you know? I th- and Des, what can you possibly complain about with Des? Everybody loves Des. Now, maybe not to the wild. Yeah, they're not wearing I, Des I think- jerseys like they're wearing Jaw jerseys. So maybe maybe the easy answer is Jaw. 
Because, I mean, you look in, the, look in the crowd and everyone's in a Jaw jersey. Right. But among Grizzlies fans, our listeners, I wouldn't be surprised if Des wins this. And I'll tell you who's not going to win it. Jaron. Jaron. Yeah. I, Why? He's like, he's in, like, he's been here the longest. He's right now, he's the one guy who's in there, you know. <laughs> I, I would have thought this year, I would have thought the way that he's carried himself, especially after Ja, Dez, Marcus Smart, they all get injured. And it just felt like, it's like, I have no idea if it bears out that he's actually a better player this year or not. I have no idea. Right. I just know it's that. It's hard to judge how good or bad anyone is right. in this weird soup of a year. Correct. Right. But I do know that that guy has played his ass off every single night. That's the and thing. Like, I find that admirable. Of course, Dez was playing his ass off yeah. every single night until he gets hurt, and he was doing everything. Yeah. Like, he was having to create, he was trying to point guard, for sh- get up shots. Like, I think they're all. I think they will. Okay, right now, don't don't look. Who's going to win? I still think Jaw's winning. Who is your favorite? I think of ja the big three, Jaw will win. And will it be will it be a runaway? I'm going to say it's not a runaway, but he's going to win. Jaw wins. Des two. Jaron three. Jaron three. Yes. I think Des is going to win. Very close over Jaw. Uh, and. Uh, and then, and Jaron, and, and but partly I say this to highlight that Jaron, I compared him to like Mike, like Mike Connolly, who was criticized. All he does is dribble, 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 dribble. Um, I never understood that argument. He's the point guard. Yeah, he's, he stood out there and dribbled. There was a, like, and they ran then, a slow offense. And then he has a little bit of the pal thing. Like, like, is that, not he, he's not breaking down walls, you know what I mean? He is a skilled big man, is what he is. Now, the truth of the matter is, he's, he's a, oh, you're saying with Jaron, okay, with yeah, Jaron, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jaron equates the like Powell was underappreciated, yes, still and, is. And early on, Mike was underappreciated, and I think early on, Jaron underappreciated. And like Powell, I still think a little underappreciated because people see more of what he doesn't do rather than what he does do. So, the again, it's early on returns, but we still have 47 votes, and it's moving. Right now, you are correct. Desmond is leading at 42.6%. There's nothing not to love about Desmond Bain. That's this the thing. This surprised me. First of all, people think he's hot, Right. Yeah, but they, I, think, I think a lot they, of people they think, think he's. They think but he's I think a lot hot. of people think Jaron's good looking. I think they're all. They're all. I, 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 they're all good looking in their own way, don't you think? I mean, they're all. There are some. I'm not going to name names here. There are some stars out there who are stars. You're like, not all that great to look at. You yeah, know, whatever. But then I think all three of these guys are good looking. Yeah, that's probably. Don't you think so? All have their favorites. <laughs> That'd be a poll for another day. Who's the best, best looking? looking? Yeah. Who would win that one? I think you're right, Des. Because part of it is he's like, cute well, too. Like the, everyone the gun, loves the gun him. show, and the gun I mean, show. Yeah. People used to say the arms are short, but man, they're nah, they're, they're full. People can just imagine mm-hmm. those arms wrapped around them, right? Yes, absolutely. Safety. Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> safety yeah. this is exactly right. But they're all good looking. They're all good looking, and I think. There are things I really admire Jaron. And partly because I admire him because of the public stuff. 
and then partly I, 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 I'm, I'm, I think it's ridiculous that people notice what he does not do more than sometimes what he does do. There is an underappreciation. So, uh, so, but I, I, I'll say this. There are things not to like about Jaron. The thing is the rebounding, right? Like, come on, man. That, he can frustrate you. Yeah. Jock can clearly frustrate you. Yes. There is nothing not to like about Dez. It's probably fair. I mean, because even in like great teammate, like, well, great think, shooter, think this even if he has his ass, even if he has a night where he's not shooting well, does then, anyone not want him to keep shooting? And by the way, like he was the only one who was a value pick too. Like the others, like Jaron was. Some people thought he was overdrafted. Very clearly, wasn't. Aja was the second. Like was always supposed to be great. Des is also a surprise. Yeah. No, I think there's definitely an, an uh, there's definitely an element of. Because you drafted him where you and did, and he's been such a hit. How come we do we think of them, and will we ever think of them in the same way we think of the core four as a collective? Yeah. Will we ever? I don't think we will. Think no, of, the, it's weird. We don't yet. We we might, but in order for them for for us to think of them as a collective, these three. Well, first of all, others. <laughs> Even if they go on a deep run, others will have to contribute in very meaningful ways because there's only three of them and there were four of the other group. You right. know what I mean? So it's a little bit different anyway. There will be Marcus Smart will be part of them. There will be a fourth and so, and maybe a fifth who's contributing. And so, um, so but and the other thing is they haven't been on a deep run. I you, think in it, order to be thought of as this collective that carried us to this place, you have to go on a deep run. I think the other thing about the core four is Collectively, it was like a mindset and their style. Like it's, they all kind of play the they same all, thing. Yeah, they all had an underdog story. Correct. They all had an underdog story Whereas of one type or another. All three of these guys have very different games. I mean, Ja has the oh my god, wow, physical prowess. Jaron is the you know, build it on the defense. You know, long freakish athlete, and then Dez is you know just kind of like a pure perimeter player, like. There's, they all have a different style. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 